Hey, and welcome to Heated Waves. I'm uh, Mr. Bradston. Uh, I'm here with my uh, three good co-hosts. One's from the Down Under, and the other two, well, they're on my left and my right. To my right is uh, Mr. J. Mack. How you doing tonight? Doing well. How is everyone? I'm good. I'm good. And uh, to my left is, of course, Mr. Cheesin' already, Mr. <laughs> Cheesy. I get him every time with that. Uh, it's Mr. D. Weezy. What's up, man? Doing well. How are you guys doing? We're good. And of course, Mr. And of course, Mr. J Bones, all the way from the down under of Australia. What the fuck's up, man? G'day, boys. How we doing? How we doing? Good. Hey, big brother. (laughs) Yeah, don't forget these two are brothers, so they'll probably go at it a little bit. But uh, today's show, we're going to talk about the biggest draft bust in any sport there is in history. So Mr. J. Bones is going to start us off tonight with uh, his biggest draft bust of all time. And uh, who you got? Well, we can't talk draft bust without talking Sam Bowie. (laughs) Sam Bowie was taken number two overall in the 1984 draft by the Portland Trailblazers. He's a 7'1", 235-pound center. Um, Sam Bowie... What's that? He was a little little skinny side. Yeah, yeah, true. So he was a McDonald's High School All-American where he averaged 28 points and 18 rebounds a game. Highly recruited, but uh, decided to go to University of Kentucky. Highly uh, prestigious basketball school. Um, And had a really good career there, actually. Ended up getting his number 31 retired when it was all said and done. But uh, his freshman year, he averaged 12 points and 8 rebounds and got picked for the Olympic team. But uh, that was um, 1980, so that was the year uh, the government, it was in Russia, so the government boycotted and he didn't get to go play in the Olympics, which is kind really? of a shame. But, That's right. Yeah. Imagine that. Russia and the um, shenanigans. So... <laughs> Coming back for his sophomore year uh, was probably his best season. He averaged 17 and a half points and nine rebounds. Um, was a third-team All-American and uh, also set the record for nine blocks in a game. He had nine blocks in a game. Right. That was, Damn. That was it, who was it against? Sure, that wasn't D-Weezy. Um, so in the third to last game of his sophomore year, he injured his leg, but. Uh, he goes up for a rebound and comes down kind of funny and injures his leg. But finishes out the game and plays out the rest of the season. Um, his team loses in the first round of the tournament to uh, UAB, which is like a seven versus two. So they in the in the season and um, his injury gets uh, revealed to be a stress fracture in his left tibia, which caused him to miss the entire next season. So he yeah. his entire junior year. And due to a poor recovery, he missed the following season as well. So he misses two seasons because of this. He probably uh, shouldn't have played out the rest of those games. I <laughs> Sounds like uh, Greg Oden but, all over again. Yeah, big big man with brittle legs, true. So um, he misses two yeah, seasons because of this and um, gets a medical red shirt. So he comes back for a senior year two years later, uh, an average of 10.5 points and nine rebounds a game, gets a uh, second-team All-American. They were really good that year. Um, he had a teammate, Melvin Turpin, 
they call them the Twin Towers. And uh, they won an SEC championship. They had a 26-4 and four record, top three ranking. Damn. They made it to the Final Four. But uh, they lost in the Final Four to uh, Georgetown, Patrick Ewing. Oh, of course. Georgetown. Never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> so that ended his – he got second-team um, All-American that year. Um, that ended his college career. And uh, set him up for the 84 draft, which was probably the best draft in NBA history. Uh, this draft is loaded. It had five um, future Hall of Famers, seven All-Stars, and four of the top 50 players of all time. Um, this class includes uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Wasn't he first? Uh, Michael Jordan. I don't, I don't know if you ever heard of him. Um, no. Uh, uh, never heard of him. Um, Sam Perkins, Charles Barkley, John Stockton, Alvin Robertson, Otis Thorpe. The, all these guys are in this draft. Jeez. There's also a Brazilian guy. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this guy, Oscar Schmidt. Dustin, you ever heard of Oscar Schmidt? No. So he was drafted um, in the sixth round, 131st overall. He's uh, a Brazilian, but he chose to not go to the NBA, he stayed in Italy and played over there and also later in Brazil. This guy played, he was prolific. He played across five different Olympics and scored uh, over 49,700 points in his career. Wow. So that's more than uh, 10,000 more points than Kareem scored, 38,300. So this dude was um, also drafted that year. This is an unbelievable draft class. Right, so, pretty stacked. Um, so uh, the Houston Rockets get the first pick. Um, they win a coin toss with Portland. Portland acquires um, probably rigged with weighted coins. It was. Oh, yeah, no, it is. So Portland acquires that pick from the Pacers in an earlier trade for something called Tom Owen. So Portland and Houston are like now tied for last or whatever. So they flip a coin. Houston wins the. Uh, coin flip and uh, picks Hakeem Olajuwon first overall. So that uh, <coughs> who would you have picked first? Other guys on the board for Portland to pick, but in need of a center and in one of the worst drafting faux pas I would say ever, Portland picks um, a need over the talent and goes with Sam Bowie second overall over all those other guys. Right? Reason they didn't draft Jordan, I think, is because they already had John uh, James Paxson, who's all star. Uh, do guard, and they drafted Clyde Drexler the year before, so they were pretty well at, at shooting guard, and they needed a center. So they uh, drafted a seven foot guy who's missed two out of the three last years with leg trouble, and uh, go with Bowie second overall. So. Uh, Jordan goes third to the Bulls. Sam Perkins goes fourth. Charles Barkley fifth. Um, Alvin Robertson goes seventh to the Spurs. Stockton hangs around till sixteenth. Jazz pick him up. Um, Steal. You know, I can I can read off some of the um, accomplishments of some of these guys to kind of reiterate what a big mistake drafting Bowie over. Like, oh, no okay, shit. Elijah so one goes first, so they didn't have a shot at him. But he is a two-time NBA champion, two-time finals MVP, one-time league MVP, two-time defensive player of the year, 
He made uh, 12 All-NBA teams, 12-time All-Star, 9-time All-Defensive team, and he's the all-time leader in blocks. So you pick that guy number one overall. Yeah, they didn't pick Jordan, but... He's the all-time leader? Tell somebody they're going to get that career out of the number one pick, you're going to take that. Very true. That's your number one pick. Bowie goes second. Jordan goes third. He's a six-time champ, six-time finals MVP, five regular season. The goal. He's also got a defensive player of the year. 11 All-NBAs, 14 All-Star games, three-time All-Star game MVP, nine All-Defensive teams. Charles Barkley's still there. He's got an MVP, 11-time All-Star, 11-time All-NBA. John Stockton, 11-time All-NBA, 10-time All-Star, five All-Defensive teams. And the all-time leader in assists and steals. So this draft, man, for them to go after Bowie, I'll tell you about Bowie's career now. Horrible. He, okay, so his rookie year, he played 76 games, which wasn't bad. He averaged 10 points per game, um, 8.6 rebounds, and was named to the all-rookie team. That's respectable. But his second season, he re-breaks his left tibia, and is carried off on a stretcher um, after getting tangled up going for a rebound. So he misses pretty much his entire second season after he re-breaks his leg, rehabs, goes into um, his next season feeling stronger than ever. Um, five games into the season, goes up for a jump hook, and his leg um, buckles. But this time it's his right tibia, and he breaks it. Nice. Uh, he's broken his left twice, and now he's got his right, right. tibia. Well, but given credit, he rehabs and rehabs, comes back for the next season. Um, but in October, he carried off the court during warmups after he starts feeling severe pain, just walking around, um, which is later diagnosed with hairline fractures. Also, Ugh. again in his right tibia. So now oh, it's two in his left, two in his right. So he misses all of the '87 season and. Pretty much all of the 88. He misses the first 62 games of the 88. So he misses pretty much two seasons again, um, healing his right tibia this time. Um, so that's his first four years in Portland. He plays a total of 63 games out of a possible 328. Portland says thank you very much and trades him along with a draft pick to the New Jersey Nets for Buck Williams. Never heard and of him. in his four years in New Jersey, we're actually his four best and most successful. He was pretty healthy um, the whole time there and averaged 12.8 points and 8.2 rebounds and never missed uh, more than 20 games. Um, so he had some pretty good years with the Nets. His first year was probably his best. He averaged 14.7 points and 10.1 rebounds. So if you average a double-double for a season, I mean, that's probably his best year. He didn't make any All-Stars, but he did average a double-double. Yeah, that's respectable. Um, yeah. Hey, so Jimmy. After, um, the 93 season, um, the Nets trade him to the Lakers for a guy named Benoit Benjamin. Y'all ever heard of him? Uh-uh. No. Nope. Yeah, me neither. But, uh... See another center? I guess it turned out to be pretty uneventful for both sides um, because injuries start creeping back in and he only plays um, 92 games over two seasons with the Lakers. So um, his career closes out. He played 10 seasons 
in over 10 seasons, he's got what I would say is pretty respectable numbers. 10 seasons, he averaged 10.9 points per game, 7.5 rebounds, and 1.78 blocks, which is a respectable average NBA career. You know, you tell anybody you average 10 points over 10 years in the NBA. Nothing to sneeze at. But when you're talking about the second overall pick and the best draft of all time, I mean, he kind of failed to live up to expectations, I'd say, a bit. But at the same well, time, yeah, I don't number two. blame it on him. I mean, he tried. He, to his credit, he rehabbed and came back every single time. That can't be easy. Sometimes twice he had to rehab for two years Damn. to come back from an injury. That's, I guess so, it's faith, if you believe he, in I it. I mean, love the game. He definitely tried. So I'd say a bit more uh, put the blame on the Trailblazers rather than Sam Bowie because they're the ones that – Dumbass. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah? Hey, do you know uh, the trade, when he got traded to uh, New Jersey, do you know what that pick ended up being? Um, It didn't say. Okay. I don't know. That is the story of Sam Bowie. He, uh, you know, when you're compared against Olajuwon, Jordan, Barkley, Stockton. And he won a defensive player of the year, a most improved player. He's a four-time all-star and six consecutive all-defensive teams. And that's like, I mean, that's just an incredible draft class. And I'd say that's more of a mistake for Trailblazers. Than, I mean, how much can you blame for him, though? He, he put everything he had into it. It wasn't his fault he got picked second. Right. I mean, yeah, I bet he made some money on that being the second pick overall. Well, he ended up playing 10 years. He played over 500 games, so um, I think he averaged there about 50 games a season, but he did miss a few full campaigns. But he did have a number of full seasons. His best season, he averaged 15 points a game. See, I thought he had knee problems yeah. is what I thought about the guy whenever I looked. I heard some stat about him, whatever it was, being picked over Jordan or whatever a long time – or not a long time ago, just a couple months ago or whatever, and I was like, who the fuck is Sam Bowie? So I look him up and I'm like, oh, I thought he, I see. I thought he had blown out knees or something, but I guess it was just the old uh, leg there, huh? Get broke that bone. Ugh. That'll wrap it up on Sam Bowie. Very nice, very nice. Anybody uh, up next? Was it you, Mister D. Weezy? Is that who we we're going yeah, to? Okay. Let's see what's up. Uh... So did baseball. Nice. Um, my guy's probably not as old as what you guys have done, uh, but I can still. State the case of a biggest bust. Um, pitcher, uh, Mark Appel. Never heard of him. Exactly. <laughs> There's a reason why you've never heard of him. So uh, we'll go through uh, his college stuff and then up to his uh, kind of short career. Um, he ended up getting drafted in the 2009 draft. Uh, this is out of high school. Uh, so a recent guy, huh? Yeah. Uh, 2009 draft, 15th round, uh, was 450th pick overall. But you got to remember, baseball has like 1,200 picks and right. like there's a shit ton. 40 or 50 some odd rounds. It's it's stupid. I've been getting Cardinals updates about draft picks for all day today. Um, he decided he didn't like that or didn't want to do that. Uh, ended up going to Stanford, 
played baseball for Stanford. Um, when he went to Stanford, he started as a reliever. Um, then they got him into uh, being a starter. <laughs> Please excuse J-Mac over here overhitting the vape. He's a rookie. Just like uh, I'm not editing that out. I'm just going to – I got to leave that one in there. But sorry, D-Weedy. No, it's all good. Do carry on. <laughs> as you were. Uh, anyways, he started as a reliever freshman year. Uh, sophomore year, he became a starter. Uh, during the summer of 2010, uh, which is going into his freshman year, uh, played for the Newport Goals. Newport Goals. <laughs> yeah. A cigarette like, team. Right? Basically. Uh, it was for the New England Collegiate Boo, New Baseball England. League. Um, did pretty well, uh, obviously playing against other college guys. Uh, 6-1 and one record with a 1.87 ERA. Damn. Um, also earned first team all New England Collegiate Baseball League. Um he was first team in that, and also was a top pro prospect as well. So that was his freshman year. Uh, going into his sophomore year, 2011, uh, kind of took a step back, uh, six and seven, with a 3.02 ERA and 110 and a third innings pitched, uh, which that's quite a bit for college. Uh, college doesn't – they don't play, you know, like MLB does. Not nearly as many games. Uh, what do they do play? I've actually never known that. It's like 50-something. Really? That's roughly? it? Like yeah. 50 or 60, yeah. yeah. Well, what's minors? Like 80? 100? I think like minors is like 120 or so. Yeah. It's pretty close. 2011. Uh, before the 2012 season, uh, he was named first-team All-American. Uh, which then he he went out and delivered uh, 2012, which was his junior season, uh, 10 and two record, 2.56 ERA, and also uh, won the National Pitcher of the Year award as a junior. Um, after that season, uh, for the 2012 baseball draft, Major League Baseball draft, he was a projected number one pick. Um, he actually dropped down. Now this is kind of the crazy part. He actually dropped down to number eight uh, to the Pirates because uh, Astros had the number one pick that year in 2012, and he rejected their signing bonus. It was huh. um, what a dick. Six million dollar signing oh, bonus. Fuck they're, you, dude. They're gonna give. Fuck them. you. Six million fucking dollars, J Mac. Would you take six million dollars? Be a fucking pitcher as a signing bonus. You would be hard pressed to find anything that I wouldn't do for six million. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? How about you, J Bones? What would you do for six million dollars signing bonus? I know for a fact J Bones would do anything for six million fucking dollars. <laughs> I know that for a He'd fact. He'd probably do it twice. See, I I know that my father too well. So what's he do after that? After rejecting this bonus, it's ridiculous. Fuck you. Right. So he. Ah. He dropped down to number eight to the Pirates. Um, actually, did not sign with the Pirates and went back to Stanford to pitch his senior year. What? Uh, he uh, the Pirates are going to give him three point eight million, and he rejected that too. Um, 
crazy, crazy thing right here is in that 2012 draft, even though the Astros had the number one pick and they were going to spend it on him, uh, that actually ended up turning into Carlos Correa, who's huh. starting shortstop right now, who's one of the best young shortstops in the league right now. Taught him everything he knows. <laughs> of course. Um, senior year, uh, still does you know pretty well. Uh, goes back, goes 10-4, and 2.12 ERA, 130 strikeouts to yeah. 106 and a third innings pitched. Wow. So, you know, about one-half strikeout rate per inning. Right. So after his senior year, um, 2000, that's 2013, um, again, Astros have number one pick because during those years they sucked dick. Um, he had drafted number one overall again by the Astros. Um, and, of course, well, I mean, he has to accept that one. He can't go back to college or anything like that. Uh, I read. He'll play independent ball. Well, but that would be the only other option. Where the hell is that at? Is that in America still? It's like um, Frontier League. The fuck is Frontier League? Exactly. Like <laughs> yeah. Ozark Mountain Ducks. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> which are not in in anything they anymore. Haven't existed for like fifteen years. Right, and the stadium's still sitting out there. They play like a woodbat league out there or some shit. They also have like concerts, I think, or some dumb shit. But they were garbage anyway. <laughs> That's where you almost permanently blinded me. That's true. I hit, <laughs> I hit you with that uh, that thong ducks noodle. Yeah, Bam, right in the eyes. <laughs> Why? Dude, I couldn't open my eyes I was for like shit. twenty minutes. Dude, it was it's terrible. True. I felt Let me down, D Weezy. Let me down. I'm sorry. Better than getting you up. But anyways, <laughs> um, that's what she said. Debatable. A couple of a uh, well, one odd story. Um, that that signing <laughs> that signing bonus ended up being like six point three five million. So he gained three hundred fifty k to wait another year. That's what you get. Worth it. But uh, hey, you know what? He got his what he got a degree. I'm sure, right? Yeah, so that's he's smart. got that's like smart. Some especially at Stanford, marketing and something degree. You got to fall back on something if that shit don't work out. And he got mentioned on Heated Waves. That's right. <laughs> that made him more famous than anything. <laughs> <laughs> but once once he got drafted, I mean, that's where uh, the proverbial shit started rolling downhill. <laughs> proverbial <laughs> shit ran straight downhill. I'm I, <laughs> I'm beside myself right now. That's all right. I what was you. we're all together. We're all together. <laughs> he got as high as triple A. Um, Why did you air quote that? <laughs> Jay Bones, I sure wish you were here at the table right now. That's what we call our studio, the table. By the way, first time telling you guys. Continue, do Easy. Sorry. Right, let me let me go here. <laughs> we might, we may have to call an ambulance for J Mac over there. Um, anyways, uh, he got to AAA. Um, had a bunch of injuries too. Injuries kind of screwed him over. Um, he just never just had terrible. I mean, he would have flashes of what he was supposed to do, but it never amounted to anything. 
I mean, he had losing records. So no drugs, no nothing like that. No, absolutely not. No gambling. He, he stayed clean. It's just really just the, I think the expectation got to him. And then also, uh, of course, injuries. He had a couple of major injuries. Um, just an elbow injury? Yeah, elbow. Ah, yes. Elbow and, like, forearm issues. Pitcher with an elbow injury? Right. Hey, I want a D-Weezy uh, fucking pick-off over here, I guess right. we'll call it. Hey. Or a little yeah. side pick-off. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. You, you had many choices there, so. Well, yeah. I, you know. Hey, you could have been a shoulder. Wrist. Tough. What if the guy hit the fucking. Blue a hammy? There's right. Hey, pinky fingernail. True. Yeah. Right. Straight eyelid. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, I'll give you your credit. Credit to yeah. you. Um, ended up in 2015, so two years after getting drafted, gets traded to uh, the Phillies. Uh, it's a it's like a six or seven player uh, deal that ended up getting the Astros Ken Giles from the Phillies, which is currently their closer. Uh, has been their closer since 2015, so last year for their title run. The dude is nasty. Um, can you concur, J Bones? Can you concur? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Good answer. A <laughs> um, little bit of hope um, after 2015, uh, before the 2016 season, um, Appel was added to the uh, Phillies 40 man roster. You get added to that, that's a, I mean, you more than likely at some point will get called up. For injury, twice. Um, yeah, our, just this year, our own uh, J Mac who hasn't picked up a fucking bat in ten years. <laughs> you know, minor league player of the year last year. So let me throw that out there. He picked the one up right now as you speak. They they use wood bats. You fucking cheater. Are you juicing too? Is it fixed? It is fixed. God damn it. Baseball's fixed now. Son of a bitch. Um. So he got yeah he got added to the forty man roster uh, before the season, got injured again, uh, and then as of uh, November, as two thousand seventeen, uh, the Phillies ended up uh, designating him for assignment. So that's basically uh, getting cut. Um, didn't didn't get picked up. So when he got sent to the minors, Jamos. Yeah, that doesn't mean he got cut. That means he got sent back to the minors. Well, then how come Hanley Ramirez just got released? Because <coughs> he was DFA too. Because he's like been around for ten years, so they've got different rules. Oh, okay. So they're biased. Number of like um, options is what it's called, and um, I don't know exactly how many they get, but it's like four or five, so you can get called up and sent down a bunch of times. And then eventually, you can't get them down anymore, or else you got to be optioned through waivers. I just have to take a moment to uh, say that J Max over here, I got a call about all night, man. He's just <laughs> over here brings in a uh, bowl of uh, fucking cheese crackers. I don't know, whatever. It's the third time, and he's over here tossing it up like it's a freaking salad in a bowl or a pancake on the end of a you know spatula in a freaking. 
pan do, over do here. Do you want all peanut butter or do you want all cheese or do you want another? Oh, piece it's a mixture? I, I, I wasn't yeah. aware. I wasn't aware. Well, okay. Well, you know. <laughs> Call me out. All right. I'm just trying to help you out. <laughs> that makes sense. But don't mind there's, that. There's, there's snacks for everybody. <laughs> it, it's, it's whatever. You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm a trying to be guy, a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Trying to be nice, but I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> cool. Continue. You were saying, D-Weezy? My bad. Anyways, after he gets DFA, no way picks him up. February of this year, February 1st of this year, uh, announces he's stepping away from the game. What for? Uh, to pursue other interests. How much did he end up signing for, D-Weezy? Uh, when he got drafted in 13, so he got 350k more than in 2012. What was his contract? Uh, how much? 20 mil? Oh, uh, that... Well, probably over however many years, so I don't know. And how, and how many games did he end up playing in the majors? Zero. Really? He, oh, man. He, he only got as high as AAA, and uh, he got on the Phillies 40-man roster, but that was like that was his high point. And then he just steps away without playing. You said he got designated for assignment. That means he got sent down. Well, that means he'd have to be called up. Well, no, he he got released after the DFA. Uh, nobody nobody picked him up. So yeah, but I thought to be DFA, you had to be on the major league roster. He was before the before the 2016 season. Uh, when he was with the Phillies, he was put on the 40-man roster. Yeah, you'll... If he didn't right. play at all and he made $20 million bucks, wow, that's uh, man. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That's a shitty push. Uh, I don't know if that's impressive or that's, I don't know. D. That's uh, definitely definitely overpaying for sure. D. Weezy? Yeah, just a couple more... Couple more things here um, about Mark Appel. Um, after he, well, he announced again. He announced he was stepping away um, from baseball uh, February this year. Kind of a crazy stat here. If he uh, never comes back, or if he never makes it to the major leagues. He'll be one of three players to be drafted number one overall to never make it to the big leagues. And the other two, of course, never fucking heard of because they didn't do shit. Right. right. Some, like, Brian somebody for the uh, Yankees and then some catcher for, like, the Pirates back in the 60s. Don't know their names because they never fucking made it. Um, Pretty sure. Pretty sure. So a couple, a couple quotes here. Um, before the 2013 draft, um, pretty sure he's a Hall of Famer. Harold Reynolds, yep, sports announcer now, said he would be uh, with that, He would be in the majors after getting drafted within that year. He said at max it would take two months for him to get called up, which that's stupid to, for somebody to go through all the different minor league systems and get called up that fast. Right. Um, ben Reader, a writer of Sports Illustrated, 
called him as risk-free pitcher pick as has ever been made. And look what happened. Yeah, you and stupid it, uh, ass. That guy deserves a raise. That dude is <laughs> probably fired. And uh, last thing I got, just a couple of uh, kind of notable picks in that 2013 draft. Uh, number two ended up being Chris Bryant for the Cubs. Awesome third baseman, as much as it pains me to say that. Um, fuck Chicago, by the way. I try <laughs> to get that in there. Yeah, in the show. I like it. Uh, fuck the shithawks. Yeah, fuck the shithawks, too. Um, number 32 ended up being Aaron Judge. Great outfielder for the Yankees. Monster guy. Right. Uh, number 124 overall, uh, Cody Bellinger. Uh, he's been kind of down this year. He's actually set out uh, for a lot this year, but last year he had a stellar rookie year. Uh, and then the last kind of notable one, uh, number 945 overall, Andrew Benatendi for the Red Sox, which their whole outfielder, outfield core is killing it. How many overall picks are there in baseball? Oh, shit. Over 1,000. For real. Like, well, like 1,200. Yeah, 1,200. Well, I was just going to show you what a crapshoot the baseball draft is when the number one guy can never make it and the number 900 guy is like an all star now. Right. Doesn't make sense. Redonkulous. A lot, lot more positions. But that's uh, that's Mr. Uh, Mark Appel.